Father, we come to you today because you instruct us to in Christ and Christ alone. Father, it is in Christ that we gather to honor you and worship you. It is in Christ that we dedicate our children to you. It is in Christ that we stand firm in our salvation. It is in Christ, oh God, that we are sanctified and become more like your son, Jesus. And it is in Christ, oh God, that every Sunday we open up your word and ask you to speak afresh and anew to us. So God, have your way with us this day. Have your way, we pray. In Jesus' name, and all of those who love the Lord said, amen. amen. And amen, yeah, you may be seated. So we looked at this verse of scripture earlier, and just by way of review, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. You see, the, the religious elite, the snooty ones of the day, the Pharisees, were trying to keep the children away from Jesus. In that culture, unfortunately, Jesus and women were sometimes seen as nuisances and second-class citizens. That's why, ladies, you want to lock into Jesus because he really was the first true liberator of women. He, he, he set them free. And, and when they tried to keep the children away from him, he said, no, 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 let them come to me. And then circle that next phrase or just follow it in your mind. I'm going to come back to it in just in a moment. For such as these, such as these belongs the kingdom of God. In the chapter right before this, Luke chapter 18, Jesus said this, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. And so today, we're reorienting ourselves, we're reminding ourselves of who we are as a church, and that is that at New Hope Church, children, because it's in the Bible, children are a central core value in the life of our church. Can I get an amen? amen? I mean, like, even if you don't have children, today is an important day for you to understand who we are as a church. And uh, I remember when we built this building in 2009, it was phase one of this building. We, um, we took some criticism um, not a lot, because this church has always been amazing, and they, they've caught the vision, but we would have these tours where people would come in, and they would tour the building. I mean, the carpet wasn't even on the ground, and we were writing scriptures on the floor and on the walls. Everybody was, took a permanent marker, and they'd put their favorite verse in, and, and we did it all in the children's ministry wing as well, and we took some criticism because of how awesome our children's ministry space is. Have you been over there? Most of you have not, but that was in 2009. Then we built phase two, and we, we, we blew this uh, worship center out. We doubled it. We flew in this balcony. But do you know that, that on that side of the building, on, on the second floor, there is a double helix slide? And the children, when they're done with Hope Town, or now it's NH Kids, they're able to get in this double helix slide, and it drops them down on the first floor, in the bottom of this amazing playground. To which some of you are wondering, can I get on that slide? <laughs> I knew it, I knew it. My answer would be, and this is what they told me, it depends on your girth. <laughs> some of us adults have been on it. Uh, it's amazing, but that's just one little snippet. I mean, that whole area over there 
is amazing. Over, over on this side of the building, up on the second floor back over there, is our student ministry center. And from day one, this church has never shied away from saying, our children are a key core value in the life of this church. So we are gonna put our resources, we're gonna put our time, we're gonna put our talent, we're gonna put our treasure into building a church where children love their church experience. Some of you grew up in the church and you couldn't wait until the day you were 18 years old and you left the church. Now, let me just praise God for a moment. Thankfully, you're back in the church. But why did you leave the church? There's a number of reasons, but many of you left the church because you were bored to death as kids. And I've always said, I believe it's one of the greatest sins in all the world to take the greatest message in all the world and bore people to death with it. So we, we work really hard to, to create these environments where kids love church and they're discipled and introduced to Jesus. In Matthew 19, 14, I mentioned that verse earlier. Jesus basically tells them and us today, children exemplify a central core value in the kingdom of God. And listen closely. That phrase, such as these, I told you we would come back to that. That phrase, such as these, reminds us and lets us know that children are not automatically saved. They're covered by God's grace before an age of accountability. You might say, well, what is that age? It depends. It, it varies for every child. John Wesley, one of the, the great theologians and, and church planters of the world, he, he called it prevenient grace. These precious little children that we dedicated earlier, they're covered by God's grace. But they will reach an age of accountability where the Bible says every, everyone will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And so this such as these reminds us that we have some very important work to do with our young people. And today, that's what this is all about, to be able to celebrate what God has done, but to be able to remind us as a church, there are very few things, if any, more important than what we do around here with our young people. Children, students, young adults, it's critically important, not only in the health of a, of, a, of a very effective church, but it's critically important in this world in which we live as we impact future generations to the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. And so there are a lot of you here who serve our children, and on behalf of, of the staff, on behalf of Christ himself, I want to say thank you. Like right now while we're here, there, there's a little army over there in NH Kids pouring into your children right now. On Wednesday night, there's a little army up here pouring into our students, right? On Tuesday nights, every other week, there's all these folks pouring into our young adults. Can we just honor them and celebrate them and thank them? And today, I wanted you to hear from two of the most amazing women of God we have uh, on our staff team, and they really pour into uh, the next generation. And before they come up here, though, we, we captured some video footage of our children articulating in their words how grateful they are for the adults that pour into them at New Hope Church. You're going to enjoy this. Watch this. 
Hey, New Hope families, it's Jaden and Ashley Hello. here. And we want to give you a sneak peek into our NH kids and NH student areas. Yep, let's go. My name is Lathan and I, my favorite thing about NH kids is because I get to learn more about God and see how much he loves us. What I love about my life group leader is, uh, well, all of my life group leaders, they're really respectful and really encouraging and I can just trust them all. I'm Allie, and what I love about Miss Amanda is she's just so encouraging, and she makes this place such a safe place for me and so many other people, and she really encourages me um, to go further in my faith, um, because I really just want to be where she is in her faith. She's so inspiring, and I love her so much. Love you, Miss Amanda. In age kids, I love to sing and see my friends. My name is Carolyn, and my favorite thing at NH kids to do is worship God and show how much he loves us. Hi, my name is Bella, and why I like coming to NH kids is because, um, so we can create new things, like we can explore. I love NH kids because I get to worship. I love NH kids because I love learning about Jesus. Come on. So today, you have two uh, incredible staff members in front of us, our whole staff team. I'm just so proud of all of them. They're amazing pastors and staff, and, and this church wouldn't be what it is today without the way your pastors and staff serve Christ and serve you. These two uh, lead in the area of family ministry. So Ashley Peace, to my far left, um, Ashley Peace oversees our family ministries, which means she oversees NH kids, uh, NH students, and young adults. All the staff members that lead those ministry areas uh, report directly into Ashley Peace. And in her spare time, she oversees First Contact. <laughs> right? I mean, she, she is an amazing uh, staff person. Uh, Jaden Steffi, to my immediate left, she oversees NH kids. Um, on Sundays, you got some fans out there. Yeah, <laughs> nice. she oversees NH Kids, and um, we are currently looking for a student pastor. And I'm saying that publicly. So if you, some of you have family members, or you know people, and you network around the country, we are we are actively looking for a student pastor to lead sixth through twelfth grade. But Jaden has graciously stepped in in this interim period, and she leads the student ministries. Yeah. Guys, yeah, yes, she does. <laughs> hey, check this out. When we came out of this last season, and, and I, I, I don't even like saying the word COVID anymore. Is anybody just like, thank God that's, I'm just, yeah. So I, after that, when, when our student ministries got back together, there were seven people there. Mm -hmm. Seven people. Jaden, what, what's been your highest number recently? Uh, at our Christmas party was kind of the max that we hit. We had 110 students that came. From seven to 110 under her leadership and the team of world changers that serve beside her. So just these, these two folks just absolutely crush it in family <laughs> ministries. And I wanted you to hear from them. Um, Ashley, I mean, one of the things you can see when you're up here is how diverse this church is. It's great. It's Love unbelievably it. diverse. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mean in et, just in ethnicity, but this church, so many of you folks come from different traditions. Yep. Like there are folks out here that come from the Catholic church. 
you're here and you, and you, you, you love it. There, there are some, there are some old school Baptists up in here. Praise the Lord. See what I tell you. And they proud of it. Old school Baptists. There, there's Methodists around here who love the fellowship halls and the metal chairs, right? There, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's the Pentecostals, the Charismatics. Amen. Amen. Right? Right? There's, there's you Presbyterians. Now, you won't hear from them because they're so stiff and stoic, they starch their underwear. You might want to edit that out, but probably not. Um, but because of that yeah. piece, everybody comes here with different perceptions of what does children's ministry or student ministry yep. look like. We all come from different, different walks. So help everybody understand, what does children's ministry look like at New Hope Church? Family ministries, all of that. Yeah, well, thanks for asking, and I'm so glad you did, because the first and foremost thing is it's not childcare. Ooh. Say that again. It's not childcare. Mm -hmm. So good. So if we want to start at the very littles, so NH Kids covers six, year, or six weeks old um, through fifth grade, and so they have a very intentional age-appropriate time over in NH Kids. And what you may not realize is that we're, while, while we're all sitting right here having our own worship service, um, the doors are locked. They're having their mini church all at the same time, yes. which is a super cool thing. And so they go into their, um, the twos go into the, uh, their class room and they have their twos lesson plans and they have the a span of attention or the attention. What am I looking for? Attention span? Clearly I don't have it either. Yes, of a fly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so we try to keep it really just fast paced and Jesus loves you and try to create that foundation. We move up to our preschool, which is controlled chaos on any day. So bless you if you are a um, preschool life group leader. We head to our elementary where we're creating that foundation of um, them knowing that there's a God who wants to pursue them, who wants mm -hmm. to be in a relationship. Um, we use the word friendship in NH Kids because relationship is kind of a big word. Yeah. Um, but who doesn't want a best friend, right? Yeah. And so um, we teach them that they can be best friends with Jesus. So then they hop into their own worship time, much like we have here with our amazing worship team. Um, and they get all their wiggles out. And parents, we want them to be loud and we want them to worship. And we're trying to teach them that that's the way we communicate with the Father, right? He wants us to do that. And that's the way we honor him. Um, so they sit down, much like we are now. Um, and they listen to a story um, mm. from God's word whether that's video or our awesome on-site teachers. And so um, they go through just a biblical principle. What does it look like for me to carry out God's word? So then after that, they go back to their life groups um, and they figure out what does that look like in my life this week? This week, the bottom line is Jesus would like me to be kind like he was kind to others. So mm. what does it look like for me to be kind on the playground so or good. probably shouldn't shove my sister, you know, in the hallway at the yeah. home, you know, that kind of thing. Um, be nice to the new kid at school because we want God's word to be so tangible that they can touch mm. it and feel it and see it and make it their own. Um, so that is what NH Kids is in a nutshell. We hop over on Wednesday nights for NH students and it's not just a hangout time. It's very purposeful as well as far as programming. Jaden does a phenomenal job yes. of setting it up. And in NH students, we're all about the word connect. And so we wanted to connect um, them to a variety of things. And first is their God. 
We're very purposeful about making sure that these students know that there is a God who desires to be the leader of their life and to make the choices and to watch them move on yeah. and do really cool things for him. Um, we desire them to connect with their peers because really they're all just like us. We just all want to be accepted for who we are, yeah. all of the quirks and everything, right? And so we want them to be in age-appropriate and grade-appropriate life groups where they are dealing with things on the same level and they may not go to the same high school or middle schools, but we want them to know that there's a safe place for them to connect with their peers. Um, our life group leaders and NH students are battling for our students, y'all. Pray for them. They are some of the most phenomenal, godly men and women, and every week they come, and so we desire that our students connect with our student life group leaders um, because they're doing it. They're on the field, and they are praying and advocating for our students, and I love the relationships that they have. Um, Jaden will talk about this in a little little bit, but we want them to connect serving, right? The heartbeat yeah. of this church is to reach, teach, and release. So what does it look like for a student to say, okay, I have a relationship with Jesus. I'm in my life group. Mm. Now I'm going to go serve. So what mm. does that look like? And so we're just really intentional about that it's, that it's not just a time to drop your student or your child off, right? It's a time that we yeah. can um, just make, make them have an age-appropriate environment where they yeah. learn. Yeah. So good. So she said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the 1045 celebration bringing a lot of energy to the room today. She said two important things I want to camp out ever so quickly. It's not babysitting. So I know you mean well, but when you show up on Sunday, you don't want to say to these ladies, hey, we just brought our kids so you can babysit them while we go to church. Please don't. That, please don't do that. <laughs> it, is, it is really, really important. I like how you said you, you, you get all their wiggles out. How many of you are in favor of them just wearing your kids out when they're over there? <laughs> In a good way, wearing them out. Not in the way some of you were raised, but like wearing them out with their energy. Um, and uh, she, she mentioned age-appropriate environments. Mm -hmm. Listen closely, please, church. About seven years ago, we worked really, really hard to create a culture of age-appropriate environments, meaning that children on Sunday mornings, birth through fifth grade, are far better off in NH kids than they are in here for a number of reasons. One is the gospel is presented on their age level. Okay. And secondly, as you know, we talk about some adult oriented stuff up in here. I will go there. I will talk about, about anything in church. I believe the church has made a mistake when we've said things are off limits, when we need to know what God's word says about relative, relevant issues, right? So they're better in NH kids. And so it just gives me a chance to say, we've been real lax on that in the last, um, since we came back in November, a year and a half ago or so, because we knew that some of you didn't want to be separated from your kids, but we have to get back to that. And it is time now. Mm -hmm. It is time to get back to that where kids worship over there, adults worship here, um, and we see that, that we just believe that's the best way to do it so they can really receive that gospel on their age level. Uh, Jaden, we know now kind of what Sundays are and Wednesdays are. Uh, what does is, what is family ministries look like outside of those days? Mm -hmm. Well, as Ashley mentioned, we try to be as intentional as possible with that hour or hour and a half that we're given. But even within a year's time, we may only get a little over 50 hours spent with That's a child. That's if they're there here almost every Sunday, right? right. 50 out of 52. Uh -huh. So it gets smaller as you guys miss church. But you would never miss church. No. <laughs> of course. Never. 
<laughs> and so we understand that beyond just ministering to children and students, our whole goal in family ministries is to minister to families, mm. that we wanna empower parents to be their child's spiritual champion, knowing that parents are the main influence in a child or a student's life. So some of the ways that we partner with parents is if you pick up your kid from NH Kids, as soon as you're walking out, you'll get a text mm-hmm. on your phone that provides a snapshot wow. of kind of what we just learned about for the day. Yep. So as you're heading off to lunch, you can be asking questions like, hey, why don't you tell me the story that you learned about? And parents, you already know what it is. Or why don't you recite for me the memory verse mm. that you've been learning this month? Or what's the word for the month? So good. It also points parents to our parent blog, which is meant to be an encouragement for parents and also provide some other resources. On the NH student side of things, we send out a weekly parent email, which is again, just keeping parents in the loop of all the things we have going on so that those conversations can be continued at the dinner table and those challenges can be taken on not just for the student, but for the family as a whole. And then we also really encourage our NH student world changers to be a part of a student's life outside of Wednesday nights. Mm. So you can see our world changers regularly heading to ball games or being a part of recitals and just doing life with a family and mentoring a student outside of Wednesday nights. And as a church, of course, we put on a lot of events that are tailored to families, like our awesome Spring Fest that we have Mm. coming up, which you were mentioning earlier. And then this summer, we even have two really cool events that we have coming up. It's our camps. Camps. Mm-hmm. How many of y'all grew up going to some sort of camp, yeah. a Christian camp? Mm-hmm. That's where God moves mightily. Tell us about mm-hmm. those. So for preschool and elementary school, we have a one-day camp that we're holding here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Into the Deep, so we are diving mm. into God's Word. <laughs> yeah, see what, see what did you there. did there? Uh-huh, exactly. Um, so that's a one-day camp for those kiddos to come and just hear more about Jesus, invite some friends. And then we are loading our students up in a bus for a five-day camp down mm. in South Carolina. And one of the main speakers there will be Clayton King, Clayton King. which is awesome. Um, So every one of you, you're gonna get a handout about this on your way out. So if you have kids or you know somebody who has kids, you guys can sign up for camp. We also have a really fun table out in the rotunda where some of our world changers will be. If you would like to register for camp today, we can go ahead and make that happen. Mm, So good. So guys, get your kids signed up for camp. I'm I'm telling you, I I don't know. Some of the, the most impactful moments where God ministered to me after I became a Christian was at camp and just really encourage you to do that. Ashley, one, one of the things I admire about you and Eric is that y'all are such good, intentional parents with Jacob and Emma. And, and you, I mean that. Y'all are, y'all are some of the best parents I've ever seen. You, you have a unique perspective here today because you know what it's like to invest in the ministry of families at New Hope. Mm-hmm. But talk to us about what it looks like or means to you that you have investments in the ministry with those two kiddos you got. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a great question. Um, It's also why, parents, um, we don't do a lot of glitter and a lot of Play-Doh because I know that if they're in the lesson plans, they're in the bottom of my van. So now they're not in the bottom of your van. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because nobody has time to clean out glitter in the bottom of their van. Yeah. 
Um, You talked about a village earlier when we had all our families on stage and it was just precious and that is a a phrase and just a a theme in the Peace family that's really, really close to Eric and I. Um, We're from just south of Chicago, so we don't have family here. Um, Mm. Y'all are our family, right? New Hope is our family and so we are very intentional about our village, um, who we invite in, the voices that we allow um, to speak into the Peace Kids life. Um, And so we have just been really, really great just for the amazing people in NH Kids and how they build into um, just Jacob and Emma. Um, Jacob got saved two years ago in this program, which was just like something we've prayed for since he was on stage, right? Um, And then he got baptized last year. And we're beginning to see the fruit of just who God is designing him to be, which is amazing. Um, We were in the car line a couple weeks ago. And um, parents, if you're in the car line, you'll get this. We're doing like the last minute checklist, which we're committed by then, right? So it's like, if you don't have it, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I'll see it. If you haven't brushed your teeth by then, it's too late. Exactly. So <laughs> we're doing that. Do you have your lunchbox? Do you yeah. have, your, is there stuff in your lunchbox? Do you have your backpack? Do you have your water bottle? Here's a mint because we didn't brush our teeth after breakfast because we <laughs> ran out of time. You know, those kinds of just regular morning things. And so all of a sudden we start talking about careers. What do we want to be when we grow up, right? And so I'm kind of listening and inching forward in the van, you know, and Jacob gets very serious. And if you meet Jacob Peace at all or you talk to him, you know that he, he um, is in love with the MLB. Yeah. He lives, eats, and breathes baseball. He is constantly like phantom batting, and he is throwing, and like throwing at nothing, and all of the things. Like he just, he just loves it. Like he can tell you every stat, every sport. player. I'm like, okay. And so he said, Mom, well, you know, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna go pro, and I'm gonna play for the MLB. For real? Yes. Which I said, that's great as long as I get a beach house out of the deal. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, right? No problem with me. So he's going to live in St. Louis. Yeah. Go Cardinals. He's going to play for the Cardinals, right? Great. Hey, a couple of fans. We're a long way from St. Louis. Um, yeah, and so then he got really, like, stoic, and he got really serious, and he sat up in his, his chair, and I said, is there a war? Like, what are, you, what are we doing? And so he was like, so I'm going to play for the Cardinals, but don't worry. I'll fly back on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, because you want to see me. And he was like, well. I mean, Miss Jaden, she needs life group leaders so other That's kids awesome. can know about Jesus too. That's and I was awesome. like, I'll take it. That's it's so, so good, good, right? And so he already sees the value of somebody else being Jesus' best friend. And he already is looking at his friend saying, who can I invite to camp? And what an impact that has um, on our family. Um, Emma just turned six in February. And so she's got that head knowledge and that heart's slowly catching up. So we're closing that gap Mm. and we're praying for the day that she accepts Jesus. But we, Eric and I are finding that the Lord pursues her in worship. Like music is her thing. And so every time she's getting all her wiggles out in worship, we're like, Lord, give her a word like Mm. she's so close like come on Um, but we can't wait for that day and we know that God is faithful and we know that we can trust the life group leaders um, in her midst she found out the other day that um, one of her favorites Miss Jenna was switching to the second celebration so that it was strategic it was like can I go can we make sure we go the second one and maybe I can just do the first Miss Lily's in the first so I'm gonna just do both you know those kinds of things Um, which makes this mama heart just so happy and thankful because they're the church of now these Mm. students and these children we're serving they're not the church of tomorrow. They are shaping the culture that you and I are sitting mm. in right now. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned that you're not from here. No. I'm yeah. not from here. Show of hands. How many of you are not from here? 
Wow. All right, so hold them up. Keep them up for just a moment. Look around. That's fascinating. Now I want you to, I want you to please just dial into what I'm about to say for just a moment. As a human race, we just came out of a season where we are more isolated and lonelier than we've ever been before. And I really am trying to seize this season so that we all together lock into what Ashley just shared. The beautiful vision of the church in the Bible is that we are family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for real, you are my brother, you are my sister, mm-hmm. and I am yours. And one of the things I truly believe God wants to bring out of the last couple years is for the church to get back to doing life together and sharing the kind of stuff you're talking about. Like, I don't know about you, not only am I not from here, I came from one of the most dysfunctional families on the planet. I'm talking about capital D, dysfunction. Which means I love the church because it's here where I find true family. Kindred, we are kin folks by the blood of Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen. And, 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 and so I just, as we, as we keep growing this church out of this season, I'm just hoping and praying that we will just keep really, really loving one another deeply. Enough to, to help one another raise their, their, their kids. Yeah. To share resources when someone's in need. To grieve when someone's hurting or depressed, or lonely, or suicidal, to suffer with one another so that we we don't become some sanctimonious social club where we we all act like we have it all together. Hey, nobody has it all together. We all got some struggles. And let's be that family where we really love one another deeply. Agreed? Let's do it. Let's do it. Jaden, um, one final question, then I'll make, try to make all this relevant for us. I really appreciate the way y'all, y'all run Reach, Teach, and Release through the ministries. That's our mission here, Reach, Teach, and Release. Everything we do revolves around that. Talk to us about what that looks like in family ministries. Yeah. Well, Pastor, I gotta tell you, one of my favorite quotes is, children do not have a junior Holy Spirit. Oh, oh. did y'all hear that? Children do not have a junior Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so both in NH Kids and NH Students, our goal is that we wanna teach children and students that they can make an impact for Jesus right where they are. Mm. That they don't need to wait till they become a grown up to do all these things, that they can invite their friends to church Mm -hmm. and they can tell their neighbors about Jesus and they can serve others and show people what Jesus looks like. And this is something we really try to instill in our student ministry. So if you go all around this building today, you'll see students serving all over the place. I love that. Mm -hmm. We have students in production, we have students over with the kids and NH kids. They're in the parking lot, they're in the cafe. And even later today, we have a small group of students who will be doing their own Rooted experience, going through Rooted. And it's because students know that there's something bigger than them and they want to be a part of it. That they want to be involved in something beyond them. That they want to be a part of what this world's gonna look like. Because as Ashley mentioned, they are the church of right now. And so our goal is to provide those opportunities and create those open doors for them to go and do that. 
and to lay a firm foundation before they take that next step in their discipleship path where they graduate from high school and move on to NH Young Adults, but to show them that they can impact yeah. the world for Jesus right now. Yeah. If you're thankful that we have a children's ministry, family ministry that teaches your young people, our children, that they are to live their life for a capital P purpose. Let me hear you just thank them for that. So good. In a world, in a world that teaches us that it's all about me, 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 we want to teach our children and we ourselves want to learn that it's actually all about him and I'm going to live my life for his purposes. So let's wrap this up. So, you know, we've all learned about family ministries here at New Hope today yeah. and been, been reminded of that core value of children and, and students. But, but peace, what about the person who's sitting out here going, well, what does this have to do with me? I don't, sure. I don't have kids. Yeah. I mean, how, how, how does this apply to everyone who is here today? Yeah, I, I think there, it boils down to kind of two buckets. Um, and I think the first one is like, are you a part of a village? Are you a part of someone's life? Um, I know that for Eric and I, when we find those families and couples that are, um, you know, late elementary, early middle schoolers, because we're finding Jacob and Emma have opinions now, and they want to tell us things, and they don't always agree anymore, and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, and so to find those couples that are like, breathe, it's okay, like, navigate it, it's fine, let me bring you dinner, we'll talk it through. Um, we value those people so much mm -hmm. in our lives. And if I could be so bold, like my generation is craving that. We want that so bad. Um, just so we can do life and know that we're, um, our situation isn't unique um, and that we can come together and just do life. So if you're not a part of a village, ask to be a part of a village. Yeah. Eric and I have done that like, hey, can we hang? Can you tell us what all this stuff is about? Mm. You know, and it's the most rewarding thing. It's why we loved New Hope so much. The one, you know, just how diverse it was. Like it's just a glimpse of just heaven and what it's going to be like. And then two, that it was a multi-generational church. Like that just, it was just music to our ears. Um, so yeah, ask if you can be a part of a village. Um, it'll be a really great experience. The second one is you don't have to have children to work in family ministry, right? Mm. Yes. In fact, um, some of them would be seen as more cool, like Jaden. I mean, yeah, because I mean, I'm driving the mom van. So I mean, like, seriously, really who wants? Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, you don't, it, you don't have. You're some of the best folks if you don't have kids to pour into the young people around here. Exactly, and it takes all kinds of people with all kinds of different spiritual gifts. Um, if you have the gift of hospitality and you're always like, come on in, how you doing? You know, that kind of thing, and you want to welcome families. We actually have first contact family ministry teams for our students and our kids, where we check kids in and we. We make sure parents, you know, because they're coming in, the kids lost one shoe, they're like, we barely made it here. You're like, it's fine, just <laughs> drop them. It's good, no worries, we'll take it from here. You go get, and you know, your cup filled with students is just welcoming them, getting them checked in, making sure everybody's accounted for, just really friendly. Um, we do, if you are, um, safety-minded, and so you want to make sure that environments are safe and secure. Maybe you're an Enneagram 6 like I am, so there's always a plan. You always know where the exits are. Everything is good, right? And if that is your natural bend, that's a gift. And so we desire yeah. that our environments are first and foremost safe in kids and in students. And so if you are the one looking around, making sure everybody's in their place and no stranger dangers happen, we would love to have you a part of that. Um, if you are ready to fight for this generation and be a life group leader, we will 
take you right now. It is time for our generation, this, this next generation, to know that they are valued, that they are loved, that they are cared for, um, and we wanna show them that somebody is ready to invest in them. And so those are just, gosh, Jaden, just the many different ways you can get plugged in. And so um, there's a QR code uh, right on the screen right there, um, so you can scan that or you can scan the one in the seat back um, of your chair. There's also a table out there where we'll have camps and you will find people in um, bright orange shirts. It's really hard to miss them. Or you will find them in gray shirts that says this place is for you. And those are our awesome student ministry leaders um, and uh, world changers. And so if you want to just know what it looks like just to kind of serve in family ministries, we would love for you to come out and talk to us at the table. Um, sign your kids up for camp, sign up for a shadow. It's super easy. Um, and we would love for you to join the team. Hey, do me a favor. Indulge me for a moment. Everybody go ahead and take out your phones. Because some of you have never done this QR code thing in church. I just, even, if, even if you're not called to family ministries, this will be a good exercise for you to do. Just take out your camera and scan in on that QR code. Because that way you, you've done it. Go and open up that website. God is going to be calling some of you today into family ministries. And you're like, okay, that, that Sunday was for me. I, I, need to, I need to pour into the next generation. We already mentioned that There'll also be people out in the rotunda. But guys, I love that whole idea of a multi-generational church. Yeah, it's what I love so much about the young adults. I guess it was a month or so ago where they had, they had some of our more seasoned believers uh, here on a Tuesday night where they were able to ask questions and the, the seasoned ones poured into the, the next generation. And I love what you said. This generation is craving that. Yes. Some of us mistakenly think, oh, the young people don't want to hear from us. They don't, they don't care about us anymore. No, 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 no. They are hungry for that. And um, today, as we wrapped up, we wanted to connect a dot for you. Remember when we dedicated all these children earlier? We wanted you to see that hopefully, prayerfully, and by faith we believe this, that's not the end of the story right there. In fact, we believe God's going to minister in those children's lives that they will one day bow their knee, humble their heart, and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And so today, we wanted to put on display what that actually looks like. So we have a young adult, Brianna Sproul, who is going to get baptized today, right now, in this celebration. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite Brianna forward, and I'm going to have Ashley and Jaden head on down there by the pool, and I'm just going to continue to sit here. Brianna, way to go. We are so proud of you. Hey, young adults, why don't y'all come around here? Hold up just a second, Pastor Reese. If you're a young adult over here, come on, come on around the baptistry. Absolutely. Come support your sister. And then you can sit down. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is awesome. Look at this. Oh my Lord, they just come in from all over. This is so good though. Come on. Brianna, you are loved and we honor you and celebrate you today. So good. Brianna's story is uh, about 18 months ago, uh, she had a radical encounter 
with Jesus Christ. Mm. And one of the one of the signs of her encounter was as soon as she was able to, out of the pandemic, she was adamant she wanted to get into the waters of baptism and to declare publicly what had happened to her privately uh, when she received Jesus into her life. And so, Brandon, with these young adults around you and this faith community looking on, I wanna ask you, have you personally received Jesus as your Lord and leader of your life? Amen. And is it your desire to follow Him all the days of your life? Amen. Then it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Come on, church. Yeah.